Back up top, shot through traffic, save made, follow-up try, that one hits a body in front, and a score! It's a score! It's a score! And the Ice Bears have a 4-3 lead with 30 seconds remaining in the hockey game! Oh, what a hit! Welcome to the SPHL in Knoxville! Comes in on the right side, through the right circle, taking it and fed across, they score! Welcome in to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. I'm your host, Joel Silverberg. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey. We have had so much fun with the lead up to the start of the season, and now we've got a game to talk about. Knoxville opened up its season with a 3-1 to win over Macon. Michael Mercurio scored the eventual game-winning goal that kept Knoxville ahead to stay. So you will hear from Michael coming up later in this podcast. You will also hear from David Koontz, the managing editor for the field pass hockey website who makes this podcast possible and and David also covers the Birmingham Bulls which is Knoxville's next opponent coming up on Friday so gonna get to hear from a member of the field pass team on this podcast for the first time so we're very excited about that and we'll also get a preview of Knoxville's first road game of the season again we'd like to remind everybody that all road games you can go to the road game viewing party at Union Place Bar and Grill on Chambliss Avenue in the Bearden area. So if you want to go and watch the game on their big, high-definition video wall, it's all going to be right there for you. You can go and enjoy the full tap bar that they've got at Union Place Bar and Grill. The food is fantastic. It's a full-scratched kitchen. It is a fantastic place to take in a hockey game. I've had the opportunity to be there before. I love it there. Love the staff there. Uh, They've got games there for you. They do live music certain nights of the week. So be sure to head on out to Union Place Bar and Grill this Friday night to watch the Ice Bears take on the Bulls down at the Pelham Civic Center if you're not able to make the trip to Birmingham. So David will join us coming up in the third segment. Before that, you will hear from Michael Mercurio, Ice Bears forward, who scored the game-winning goal in Friday's season opening win over the Macon Mayhem. And It's a good start for Knoxville. I thought the Ice Bears dominated the pace of play, nearly doubled Macon in shots on goal. Jimmy Perita was fantastic, and Ned had a couple of Point Blake stops, had a big breakaway save in the first period, and then the only goal that he gave up was a shorthanded goal, but a breakaway goal nonetheless. Jason Price kind of takes a tumble at the blue line. Again, that time of the season where it's still really warm out, and and Knoxville has had an unusually warm October so the the ice is going to get better as we get deeper into winter. So Jason Price slips, a very uncharacteristic and, and rare occurrence for anybody, but especially for a seasoned veteran like Jason. And then Don Carter Jr. takes the puck down the length of the ice and is able to outweigh Perita to bury the buck in the back of the net. So that's the only goal that Perita allows, 22 saves uh, in his Ice Bears debut. And overall, a, a pretty... Solid and what felt like a comfortable win when it was all said and done, but it didn't play out that way through the first 50 minutes or so of hockey just because of there was no score in the first period. Stefan Brucato gets the deflection goal right in front off the blast from Kyler Matthews at the point, and suddenly Macon's able to respond with the shorthanded goal. Knoxville doesn't take advantage of the five-minute power play, and so... For the Ice Bears, a little bit frustrating at times, and and Michael uses the word snake bitten to describe that, and you'll hear him talk about that and and how the team was feeling 
after those first two intermissions when the score was still tied, but Knoxville pulls it out in the end. Solid goaltending, solid defensive play. Macon not really able to get anything going. It was frustrating for Macon just to get the puck out of their own end. Frustrating for them to continue offensive possessions. Really did not have much going on the power play and kind of an overall comfortable win for the Ice Bears down the stretch as they took control of the game over the last 15 minutes or so and were able to get a couple of goals to seal the deal. Uh, Some notes that are coming out of the Ice Bears roster. For one thing, Knoxville has released Brandon Day and Michael Mann, a pair of wings who uh, came out of free agent camp. Of course, you've been following us on social media. You got to hear a little bit from Brandon Day, the Virginia native, who uh, I think showed some promise in free agent camp. But again, it's a competitive team. It's a competitive roster where you're trying to be able to fill spots very quickly. And as guys are coming in and out, it's just the nature of the beast. And Knoxville right now, with more than 20 players on its roster, guys are going to have to be cut to fit the league requirement before we get to November. So those cuts are going to be coming. That's just going to be something to look out for. Now, with Brandon and Michael being released, a pair of Andrews come back. Andrew McLean, who was in all SPHL rookie team selection last season after coming out of Wisconsin-Stevens Point, He is back in Knoxville this year, had a chance to talk to Andrew on Tuesday morning, uh, always in good spirits. And and I think if you heard him on the interviews for intermission reports last year, I know the fans didn't get to interact with players a whole lot last season. Andrew is as positive as ever. He he seems excited to be back and ready to play hockey again, was ready to go for practice on Tuesday morning. So always, always great to see some players come back. And Andrew was uh, incredibly gracious with some time to say hello this morning And then Andrew Ballant, who, if you've been following our uh, PTO signing news, he was signed during the offseason, ended up getting an opportunity to try out for an ECHL team. He was released after his tryout, so now he is back with Knoxville, or really in Knoxville, for the first time after his ECHL tryout. So had the chance to say hey to Andrew McLean and get introduced to Andrew Ballant for the first time this morning. So uh, great to do both of that. Andrew Ballon, of course, a high-scoring forward out of Adrian College, one of the top Division Three programs in the country. Uh, and Adrian, both their NCAA team and their club team in the ACHA have produced some pretty good SPHL talent. Josh Kuzno, of course, was a member of the 2015 President's Cup team for the Knoxville Ice Bears during his rookie season out of Adrian. Austin Rodebush played for the club team at Adrian. And, of course, the the season that he had a year ago, 10 consecutive wins, uh, was a finalist for goaltender of the year in the SPHL, was the first player in history to win the Player of the Week award three consecutive weeks. So a, a lot of good things coming out of Adrian College, particularly with this franchise, but in the SPHL overall. And there are some Division three programs that have produced some great talent. Wisconsin-Stevens Point, where Andrew McLean is from, is another one. So I would expect... Andrew Ballant to be able to fit right in. He'll be getting adjusted. He was out there for practice Tuesday morning, as was Andrew McLean. And so they are now in the fold to get ready for Friday night's game against Birmingham. When we come back, you will hear from Michael Mercurio. We'll talk about his goal, get to know him a little bit off the ice, and just how he's adjusted. And a little bit of his backstory, again, pandemic canceled a lot of hockey for a lot of players last season. Some players haven't really played 
even a half season since the 2019-2020 campaign. You're going to hear a little bit about that from Michael, how he ended up at Knoxville's free agent camp in September, and what it meant to him to be able to earn a PTO and an invite to training camp, and now a roster spot, and he's got a goal in his first game as an ice bear. All of that, plus David Coons from FieldPassHockey.com coming up. Again, FieldPassHockey, the largest team of credentialed writers and photographers in minor league hockey. They've covered the last four ECHL All-Star Classics. They've given fans coverage of every league championship win since they launched back in March of 2014. That's longer than I've been with the Knoxville Ice Bears. They feature an expanding array of league and team-based podcasts, including their partnership of this podcast. So you will hear from David coming up before the end of this week's show. Again, I'm Joel Silverberg. You're listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey. Welcome back to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast brought to you by Field Pass Hockey, fieldpasshockey.com. Download their mobile app on the App Store or on Google Play. Joined now by Ice Bears forward Michael Mercurio. Michael, your first game, a game-winning goal, a close game in the third period. How are you feeling after your first full week as an Ice Bear? Oh, I feel great. Um, just really fortunate and grateful to be here. Um, and I don't think I can get a much better, much better start than that, um, to be completely honest. So, yeah, feeling great. Take us through the goal. Steven kind of found you in, in the high slot. Were you surprised at how open you were coming in on the rush like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, I watched it over, um, and everybody just went right to Steve there. And, uh, yeah, I was wide open. had a lot of room, and uh, the D just backed right in. So saw a lot of net, um, and I went in. Is that is that a shot that you kind of envision a lot when you pick your spot like that, finding it top shelf over the glove side? Yeah, I mean, I'd say definitely anytime you get time like that to be able to lock in um, <laughs> and just get that much space, um, you know, I'd hope I'd be able to get a quality uh, shot out of it. What were some of those locker room intermission chats like? Those uh, in the first and second intermission, you guys seemed to dominate the pace of play, but still struggling to really push ahead until the midway point of the third period. Yeah, we are definitely uh, a little snake bitten, but we knew it was going to come. Um, we felt good. You know, the, it was definitely short, uh, the conversation before going out in the third. We just, we knew what we had to do, so we just went out and did it. You were at free agent camp back in September. You earn a PTO, then you earn a roster spot. What's, what's the story been like for you just going from playing juniors last season, having the season canceled, getting through the pandemic, and being here now? It's just, it's crazy, man. Uh, life definitely comes at you quick. Everything changes uh, pretty fast, and, you know, I'm just I'm happy. Uh, I worked pretty hard and, you know, starting to see the results now, so it's, uh, it's obviously great. How did you find out about the Ice Bears free agent camp? Um, I actually talked to Jeff. Um, we somehow got in contact with somebody else, and, um, you know, he reached out and wanted to see, you know, give me a shot. And uh, just very fortunate for that. I'm glad I came down and uh, had the opportunity here. Were you, uh, what, what was that conversation like when Jeff told you that he was going to give you a PTO and, and invite you to training camp? Um, basically just... There was uh, sounded like a spot opened up. Like there was a couple guys that were uh, up, and um, you know I was down in Watertown, um, up in Watertown actually. And uh, yeah, no, it was just it was great. Like told me there was a shot I was gonna have to uh, or gonna get to come down to camp. So um, like I said, I'm, I'm glad that spot opened up and I was able to uh, to come down and <laughs> take advantage of the opportunity. 
Now, leading up to last Friday, were you aware? I mean, I guess obviously because the ice logo at, at Center Ice said so. But did, did you, were you kind of aware of like the build up for the 20th anniversary on Friday? Yeah, I, can't, I, I saw it. Like you said, at the camp they had, uh, I saw the logo already put down, so I, I knew a little bit and went through social media a bit here or there. So yeah, I was aware. What was the atmosphere like on Friday for you? Oh, it was awesome. Just, uh, I mean, I've never played in front of a home crowd like that. Um, you know, and a crowd like that in general, it's been a long time, um, and, it, and it was few and far between at that, so it was it was awesome, honestly, just real special. Did the rest of the guys on the bench seem to kind of feed off of it, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was a great energy in the building, and uh, just so happy for the support. What had Brew, Price, Vayer, had those guys told you anything about, about the franchise, or the program, or the fan base, anything leading up to kind of get you prepared for it? Yeah, I mean, not much has to be said, you know. Um, it's pretty well documented, pretty well known. Um, and, you know, seeing that for the first time was just, <laughs> you know, it was everything and then some. So it was a great experience. What, what has Carr been kind of emphasizing over the last couple of days? Obviously, you got the win on Friday night. Is there anything that he's wanting the team to improve upon as a whole as you guys get ready for Birmingham on Friday? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we just need to put uh, put that win behind us, honestly, and just get ready for Birmingham and, uh, you know, stick up for teammates and, uh, you know, play hard. You know, Macon, I didn't think they were, uh, you know, maybe not the best team overall. And like you said, we kind of dominated for a lot of that game. So, um you know, we just got to play the right way and, uh, you know, play hard because I know Birmingham's going to be coming. Now, naturally, you score a game-winning goal in your first game in Knoxville. Now the fans want to know everything about you. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about Michael off the ice. When you're, when you're not playing hockey, what do you kind of like to do? Who, who is Michael Mercurio outside of, of ice hockey? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I like to hang out. Um, I'm not too cranked up. Um, you know, I, I, I like to work out and do all that stuff like golf. Uh, fish, um, just hang out with friends for the most part. You know, I'm I'm from New York, so uh, upstate New York, so I like to spend time outdoors and hike and stuff like that when I'm home in the uh, summers and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so for, for golf, what kind of handicap are we working with here? Oh man, oh, I've been <laughs> golfing for almost probably eight, ten years now, and I'm probably like still like eight, seventeen, eighteen. <laughs> like, we have a great time, and I go all the time. But yeah, still working on that for sure. Have you gotten to go anywhere around here yet? No, I actually haven't since I've been down here. I got uh, my putting green set up in the room, so <laughs> I've been, uh, been doing that, but that's about it. Yeah, I haven't got out yet. Yeah, there's, I know there's some golfers on the team, so you guys oh, yeah. are going to have to get a group out and get going out there yeah. sometime. Yeah, no, we've talked about it. I heard there's a few uh, good places around here, so quite a few, so <laughs> definitely going to get out at some point here. Have you, have you had a chance to just get about in, in the city in general, kind of see anywhere downtown, Market Square, any places like that? Uh, here or there a little bit, but not too crazy. Um, it's been a lot of a lot of time at the rink recently, so uh, you know, as the time goes on, hopefully I'll uh, get a little bit more time to uh, explore that a little bit. Is there anything in particular on the ice that you're wanting to improve upon in the, in the short term as, as you continue to go through the early portions of the season? Yeah, I would say for sure, just getting more comfortable and you you know using my body more to protect the puck like going back watching through that game like I won't lie to you I didn't think I had the best game um, I think I was stepped up in the second half of the game and, you know started playing better but it's just getting comfortable and uh, getting a little bit more comfortable and you know making those plays with the pucks and you know stuff like that for sure well you made one play when it really mattered the fans are aren't going to forget it anytime soon so congrats on the goal congrats on the win hopefully the first of many for both yeah for sure
Hopefully. <laughs> Again, Michael Mercurio. Michael, appreciate the time. Thanks so much, and best of luck on Friday. Yeah, thank you. Again, Michael Mercurio, Ice Bears Forward. We will come back with more on the official Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey. Appreciate you listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast, the official podcast of the Knoxville Ice Bears, brought to you by Field Pass Hockey, the largest team of credentialed writers and photographers in minor league hockey. If you're away from your computer, the Field Pass Hockey app is available for download in Google Play and the Apple App Stores. Fans will be able to listen to live hockey games from every minor pro hockey league this season on the Field Pass Hockey app. Nine teams in total airing games on the platform, and they are continuing and continuing to expand and now I'm, I'm really pleased to be joined by David Kuntz uh, who uh, is the editor-in-chief of Field Pass Hockey again fieldpasshockey.com a, a big reason that our podcast this season is able to happen I David we, we appreciate the time and it, it's good to finally get you on now that we've got the season going and everything's in full swing finally able to get a Field Pass Hockey voice on the uh, Ice Bears podcast Hey, Joel. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you asking me to come on. It's exciting. Uh, the season is just getting cranked up, at least in the uh, the, the American League and the, and the SBHL. The ECHL is getting ready to start, too. So we'll be full blast this weekend, and everybody at uh, Pass Hockey is pretty excited about that. And we definitely appreciate all you guys do for the SPHL as a whole. And, and for those who don't know, David is also on staff with the Birmingham Bulls. That's important for Ice Bears fans because – it's Knoxville's next opponent. So, David, from what you saw for the first weekend, Birmingham in Huntsville on Friday night, in Pensacola for an overtime game on Saturday night, what has stood out about Birmingham through two games so far this season? Well, it's, it's a kind of interesting uh, situation. I mean, it's, it's not quite as interesting as, as, as we were opening night last season. Uh, but we're still in that that transitional phase where uh, a lot of a lot of teams have a lot of players up in the in the ECHL right now, and um, we've got a lot of guys that are kind of new. I think we had like two or three guys had their very first game at Huntsville on Friday night, and that's that's serious business when you get thrown into your first pro game in the Von Braun Center against the Huntsville Havoc. Uh, but the team looked pretty good; they didn't really give up. Uh, you know, Huntsville was kind of beating on them a little bit, and they didn't give up and we just ended up uh, coming up, falling up short seven to four in that game. But the guys looked pretty good. I think they got the their first game jitters out. Pensacola looked a lot better. They played a little bit smarter, went into overtime, and that's always tough to lose in overtime. But at least you get a point out of it. Well, there's so much turnover in the SPHL year in and year out, especially with the way that the whole minor league hockey landscape is structured this year because you've got the ECHL still wrapping up camps, hadn't really concluded that portion of the preseason as of last weekend. So now you're just starting to see some ECHL guys come back to their protected SPHL teams. So it's always so difficult in the early parts of the season to really get your legs out under you in the first couple of games, isn't it? I totally agree, and especially with this situation this year where you kind of have, I mean, a lot of the players are up in the coast, so you're kind of throwing your team together, and you're, it's almost like a chess game. You're like kind of plan ahead to see who's going who's gonna to kind of trickle back down. When's that trickle down going to happen? Um, and our perspective was, you know, it's unfortunate we didn't win uh, one of those two games. We did get a point out of it because we think, you know, everybody is, is kind of trying to figure it out. Their rosters aren't completely full, but – 
you know, those points in the first weekend, they're definitely going to pay dividends later on in the season when, when everybody gets their team back. So it's, it's just one of those things. And listen, that's, that's part of the deal for the SVHL. You know, you've got to you get your team dialed in. Everybody's gelling. They're playing great. The next thing you know, three of your guys are, are gone. The next, the next game, they're not there. So that's just something that I think gives, uh, even from a coach's perspective, you know, always kind of having something going on in your back pocket. And I think that's what makes training camp very important because those guys, you may see those guys in a jersey in six weeks from now. David Coons with Field Pass Hockey and the Birmingham Bulls joining the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast now. Last season, Birmingham, the, the, the odd man out in terms of the playoff hunt, five teams you know, in the league last season, four get in. Birmingham's not in that mix of four. What, what has Craig Simchuk done over the offseason to really help improve this team from, from year to year? Uh, well, one thing he did is he actually got an offseason. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, Jamie Hicks, yeah. he stepped down as the coach late into the summer, almost into the fall. Uh, Simchuk showed up for training camp the day before training camp and started putting his team together. So that, that had a lot to do with kind of the, the situation of the team last year. He didn't really have enough time to vet the guys he wanted to vet, get them on the ice, get them all together. This season he stayed in Birmingham because he's from Winnipeg. Uh, he stayed in Birmingham all summer. He went up and did his two-week touch-and-go for his visa, came back and just worked the phones, talked to players, talked to other coaches. I know Jamie Hicks is still – a big part of Craig's life. So Jamie's kind of leading him in the right direction, uh, giving him ideas of players you can get, people you can talk to. So we, this is the first real true squad of, of uh, Craig Simchuk's players that he handpicked himself. So he's put a lot of work in. Um, and unfortunately, he put all his work in and all those guys decided to go sign PTOs at other teams in the coast. So it's, it's just like obstacle after obstacle with him. But that's what makes him such a great coach is he's, He's aggressive and he just works really hard. So we're excited to see, like, once we get everybody back, how this is all going to pan out for him. What's the atmosphere like with a team where, because it hasn't been that long since Craig last played in the SPHL. So what's the atmosphere like in Birmingham? Is there a little bit more relatability between coach and player having a coach that has played in this same league in very recent history? There definitely is, and that's something that we kind of noticed this past weekend where it's a little easier to buy into the system when you're playing with a guy, excuse me, you're coaching with a guy that you either played with or you knew about. If you're a younger player, maybe you were in juniors or in college and you knew who Craig Simchuk was, you watched him play. He's not like an old-timer that played in the 90s or the early 2000s. Like this guy has only been a coach for three years. So – I think there's definitely a little bit of a, a different vibe there from somebody that's been coaching for 20 years to somebody that literally just took his skates off not even three years ago and, and put his suit on. David Coons with Field Pass Hockey and the Birmingham Bulls joining me now on the Ice Bears podcast. Coming up this Friday, it's it's your home opener for you all. You were all were in Huntsville and then in Pensacola last weekend. So uh, for any Ice Bears fans that might be making the trip down to Birmingham this Friday, what, what can fans expect to see? What what are you all are you doing anything special for opening night coming up this Friday uh, for the home opener for you all? Well, we're doing a blackout night, which uh, our primary sponsor, Coca-Cola, is giving everybody. We have 3,000 T-shirts, black T-shirts, for the first 3,000 fans through the door. And on top of that, we're going to debut our brand-new home jerseys. You know, we took our team uh, – 
the kind of the branding and the logo from the ECHL version of the Bulls, which was from 92 to 2001. The team was gone for 17 years. It came back. We put that, that scheme together for, you know, kind of nostalgia purposes. So this will be like the first of like the new era of the Birmingham Bulls type jersey design. So that's what something that's really special for our, our fans to see. And on top of that, every single seat in the house is available. You know, that's something that I know – you guys dealt with that last year. Macon dealt with that. All, all the teams that played deal with that. So now, you know, we can have every, all the seats are available. We can sell all the tickets because uh, in our building, it's loud. If you guys have ever been here, uh, you know that the fans are right on top of the ice and the ceiling's low, so it's super loud. And if you haven't seen a game here, it's worth trying to make a road trip if you're coming down to, to watch Knoxville play Birmingham. And as for on the ice, what what can we expect to see? What type of team uh, will we see from Birmingham on Friday? I think we're going to see some guys that uh, had had a rough weekend that are at home, and there's going to be a buzz in the air. I think they're going to come out. They're going to play smarter. They're going to play harder. Uh, and, and if you know Craig Simchuk's history as a player, I'm sure there'll be some physicality involved in that game. And, David, anything else that you want to plug for Field Pass Hockey at this time? Obviously, a, a ton of writers, coverage across the AHL, ECHL, SPHL. You guys are doing it all. Uh, with, with the season getting underway, now is as good a time as ever to be tuned in to everything that Field Pass Hockey is doing. Yeah, we've really kind of stepped up the, the brand a little bit. And, uh, you know, we've added so many more writers. We're, we're covering... Uh, about 70% of the of the minor pro hockey world now. We want to kind of, over time, we're going to get that better and better, but we want everybody from every part of the country or even North America to kind of have a connection with one of our writers that's that's in their area or covering their favorite team. You know, we, we just moved up to we have nine live broadcasts from, from teams from the SBHL, the ECHL, the AHL, where you can off the field pass at you can listen to those games broadcast. Uh, and we're very excited that we have uh, three really good new podcasts for the specific to the SBHL, ECHL, and the AHL. So there's a lot of good things that are happening uh, over at Field Pass Hockey, and there's a lot of great people that, that work and are part of that, and we all take the system where we're all building this together because the love of this game is so much fun, uh, and it's a, it's a situation where the sport – and the culture of this game intertwined unlike any other sport, which makes it really fun to, to get involved with and learn about and read about. So we're just trying to supply all of that information in one place where you can do that. Be informed, be entertained, be enlightened. No better way to stay closer to the action than Field Pass Hockey, whether it's fieldpasshockey.com or the Field Pass Hockey mobile app. He's David Coons with Field Pass Hockey and the Birmingham Bulls. Uh, David, really appreciate the time. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you in a couple days here coming up on Friday. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Joel. I really appreciate the talk. I really appreciate David Coons from Field Pass Hockey for joining the podcast. Always great to get more of these Field Pass Hockey writers on the show, and you're going to be hearing from a lot more of them. As we mentioned already, they've got Riders in different SPHL markets. You can join their team at fieldpasshockey.com, but appreciate David for taking some time to join me 
on the show. But I really appreciate you listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. Again, if you haven't already, go ahead and either follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, however you get your podcasts. Be sure to look for us on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Subscribe, follow, and tell an Ice Bears fan you know about the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. Help us grow the following, get it pushed out, and have many, many more plays and listens and subscriptions along the way. Uh, Enjoying doing this every week. Hope you all are enjoying the podcast as well. So another thank you to David Coons from Field Pass Hockey. Another thank you to Michael Mercurio, who was kind enough to join us following his debut as an ice bear last Friday. His game-winning goal in the third period as well. Enjoy talking to him about that. And we'll enjoy having the action for you. Again, the away game viewing party at Union Place Bar and Grill on Chambliss Avenue in Bearden for this Friday night's game between Knoxville and the Birmingham Bulls. The Ice Bears going on the road for the first time this season. Make sure that you catch all the action. If you can't make it to Union Place Bar and Grill to watch it with your fellow Ice Bears fans, be sure to check it out on SPHLTV.com or MixLR.com slash Knoxville Ice Bears. Thank you again so much for listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. I'm Joel Silverberg. We'll talk to you next week.